Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural Game Day Above the Rim podcast. I am Vince Curran, never above the rim. Steve Donahue joins me. Coach, let's talk about first five games of the year. You have an impression of, of what you got. Some things you probably liked, some things you probably didn't so much, but why don't you give us a quick rundown of the first five? Yeah, Vin, man, it's been a roller coaster, as, as you know. I think um, there's been a lot of good and a lot of uh, head scratching at the same time. Uh, but for the most part, what I've really liked is that I think we got a core group of guys that understand what it takes. It's not going to be perfect, uh, but I think we're defending. Uh, I think we run good offense. I think the biggest thing I've learned over the first five is that we got a group that can defend. And if we take care of the ball, uh, I think we got a good chance to be a very good basketball team. So speaking of defending, you saw that, uh, you, I should say, you used that zone defense. It looked like a, a two, three zone might be a little bit different than that. Can you, can you take us through that a little bit and, and why that was so successful? It's in, I think against St. Joe's, it was successful. It was certainly successful against Villanova and Maryland Eastern Shore struggled with it as well. Yeah, we used it against Bucknell the last 10 minutes of the game, game as well. But I, I think the, the point with the Villanova game was the physicality that Villanova plays with. I just thought this young group going against that on the offense, a defensive end for 40 minutes would be difficult. The zone is very extended, which I like. We don't give up a lot of threes in it. And I do think it's uh, there's a – a bit of a risk reward that you can turn people over and we can go in transition. Well, um, it's worked well. I think it's something um, that we probably will see certain games a lot and other games. You may not see it. I think it depends on the opponent and, and what I feel they can execute against it. Speaking of the Villanova game. So a signature win early in the year for you, obviously, now, as a basketball person, I watched Villanova's next game against the University of Maryland, who didn't play them one possession of zone and got annihilated. Anybody call you and say, hey, Steve, why were you so successful stopping Villanova? I did not get that, Vin, man. Um, you know, I think, one, I think other teams know that the Big Five is a real brotherhood. Um, I, I really respect their program first and foremost. Um it's interesting. I, the other part of the Villanova game is they have five new bodies um, that are just not what the typical Villanova player is yet. Not to say that they won't get there, but I think that played a, uh, a big part in us being able to confuse them a little bit, not going to their bread and butter of, you know, their simple man-to-man -man sets. And I thought it helped us. And, you know, I'm not surprised that they – handed Merlin uh, at home. I think they're going to be a really good team. And you talk about the, the Villanova and Maryland and, and the power five schools. And you talk about the lack of chemistry early and the lack of, of cohesiveness. And I think that's going to happen in the NIL in this era of the NIL. I think it's going to be a real challenge for coaches early in the year to assimilate all sorts of players like that. I think you make a great point. Uh, I think it's an advantage. Typically in the Ivies, obviously we lost someone to this situation, but I think it's an outlier. And I, I do think we have a chance to be a, a team that can bond together, grow over years. 
like the old days when the Vim man and Paul Chambers and the crew stayed around for four and some five years. Um, I think that's what you saw last year in our Princeton team going to the Sweet 16 with a, a team that was good in the Ivies, but a team that was really older, you know, played together. And that's what I want us to do here at Penn is continually grow uh, through recruiting and through maturation of staying in the program. Maturation is a good concept to talk about. Now, we, you watch the first couple games of the year, and stylistically, you saw some games where it seemed like our players matched up well, and then you saw some games where our players seemed to struggle with it. I thought when St. Joe's sped the game up, I thought when University of Maryland, Eastern Shores sped the game up, the one guy that really looked comfortable at that speed was Clark Slackert. I would say Andrew Laskowski also looked comfort comfortable. Other guys got a little sped up and a little bit rushed. What do you do to help them mature into that role? And you got to love the fact that Clark and Andrew Laskowski rose to the challenge like that. Yeah, I think that's the, an excellent observation, honestly, because, and I know you're a paid professional uh, announcer, <laughs> the man, but you, you hit it on the head. Um, our, our Achilles heel has been when teams do speed us up, we turn the ball over at a high rate. Um, if we didn't do that during the two games you're referring to, I think we would have five wins right now. Um, how you correct it, there's a couple things. One, you got to go through it. You, you, know, you know, life is like that. You're going to go and experience it, and then you got to learn from it. And that's what we're doing at practice through film and just teaching guys to slow down, take a breath, play our game. Our shooting percentages have been good. We're getting good looks. It's those, let's say, 10% of the possessions in those two games, which is a lot, just are going in the other direction with turnovers, and we can't have it. Speaking of guys that are going through it, Tyler Perkins looks very comfortable in his role, he looks the part. He's big. He's poised. He rebounds the hell out of it. Give me your impressions of him. And then after that, follow up with Sam Brown coming off the bench against University of Maryland Eastern Shore. Looks like he is a weapon as well with that left-handed stroke. Yeah, I love all of our five additions, the four freshmen and Johnny Walter, uh, as a really good piece as we go forward with this group. Um, the best thing about Tyler is that he defends, he rebounds, he he competes. Um, that's what you see when he's going well. Like most freshmen, he's been up and down just with the nuances of the game. Um, where should he go? And sometimes he's probably thinking too much. Uh, but the, the overriding thing for me with him is I don't know if we've had a better competitor on both sides of the ball in a long time in our program. Uh, Sam Brown was hurt with an ankle injury, had a great fall. I think he's a little different than anybody in our program right now because he can handle the ball as a point guard. He has a great feel for the game. He defends at a high level. And as you saw the other night, he can really shoot it. Um, you're going to see a lot more of Sam for sure in the upcoming games. You could probably add Cam Thrower into that mix, somebody that didn't play a ton last year. He looks like he is ready to be a major contributor, obviously starting the first four games before missing the game Saturday. 
Yes. Uh, and I, I love that Cam made the transition last year up and down as a freshman and just really grew from it, matured. Um, and I agree with you, Vince. I think he's the one guy that can really get it going for us. And we're going to need that. We, we missed it the other day. Um, his ability to shoot from distance. He's got a good feel for the game. Um, I'm really happy for him. And I, I think that was a, a minor leg injury and you should see him this weekend. And looking forward to this weekend, the Cathedral Classic, you're 3-0, so there's nowhere to go but down. But 6-0 doesn't sound too bad either. Give us your impressions. How do you like hosting the tournament like this? What do you think the future of it is? And and talk a little bit about the three teams that will be coming into the Palestra. Yeah, I think it's fantastic that we can really celebrate this building and the amount of uh, interest we've gotten from college teams that want to play here. Uh, I give Josh LaRosa, our associate athletic director, all the credit. He's organized it. He's gotten the teams. I think it's a, a terrific event. I think at one point we may not even be in the event, Vin Man. Uh, bring a bigger name in here, see what that would look like. I'm for anything that helps this building get celebrated, in particular as we get close to the 100th uh, year anniversary. Three teams coming in, Lafayette, Monmouth, and Belmont, all have really good basketball traditions. Lafayette, a little younger, new coach, um, uh, Mar why am I forget Mike McGarvey, uh, and our sinus grad. As you know, Vince, most people consider her sinus the ninth Ivy. Um, and and coaching hot in it, too. <laughs> he's a heck of a coach. Um, and then they got Belmont, which has put guys in the NBA. Uh, you're going to see a great brand of basketball with them. And then Mammoth, who's coming off a victory at West Virginia, has a really good, strong nucleus. Coach's son is their leading scorer. Daniel Rice. So I think all three teams are really good basketball teams that for us to get here, get them on our home court and really see our young team grow over this weekend. All right. I'm going to ask one more. Yep. I know that last year, yeah, you, you moved Joe Torty and me across the court. You'd had enough of me yelling in your ear during the games. We've moved the radio around. Now this year I come back and speaking of Josh LaRosa, the band which has been in the one corner of the palestra for the last 35 years at least is moved to the other side. You put the student section on the other side. And somebody said to me, that's where the band used to be. I said, well, that must have been a long time ago because I've been watching for about 35 or 40 years. But that's where they were in the corner. Do you even notice that kind of stuff during the games? I bet you notice it during the Villanova game when the students were all up in the free throw shooter's face. But generally, when you walk out, you go, hey, where's where's Greer, Cheers, where's Greer Cheeseman right now? <laughs> you know, I, I've been a big proponent of putting the band in the student section near the visitor's bench. It, this building can be so intimidating. That's a piece of it. And to your point, the Villanova game, they're shooting foul shots into that in the second half. Uh, I thought it was great. Our students were on point, amazing, especially the last five minutes of that game. I thought it had an impact on the game. I thought it it put Villanova on their heels. 
I think our students like it. I think they get more engaged in the game. And this building makes you intimately involved in the results. That's what makes it special. So I'm a big fan of the move that Josh did. And I'm with you. I didn't, I never remember the band ever being down that end, but it's great. Steve Donahue, thank you very much for your time today, Coach. Good luck this weekend in the Cathedral Classic. And thank thanks, you for the for inaugural. This. Yeah, I, I apologize. Thanks for hosting. It's it's fun to get to talk, and I hope this really helps our 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 best supporters feel more connected to our program and learn more about what we're doing. Well, Steve, as you like to say, I am a paid professional announcer, but you today got it for free. <laughs>